Yes, people, it is Friday, which means get ready for your last chin check of the week. And as we do, we're looking at all the news in the MMA world right now. So buckle up, people. Okay, so, um, you know. At the weekend, last Sunday Was the exhibition fight Let's call it what it was Between Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather Now, it was on Showtime Which I think plays into this a lot Because after the event Scott Coker was asked You know if he would potentially sign Jake Shield Because, you know, Jake Shield was speaking And he said, yeah, I'd do MMA for sure You know, because I'm a good grappler I'm a wrestler at heart And I think it'd be silly of me To not use it in boxing to the best of my ability Right, so, um, and he'd also said leading up to the night That he wants to have at least one MMA fight, you know, which, I mean, hey, for me, that, I I wouldn't want to sign someone that's just like, oh, I just want to have one, right, because it kind of seems, if someone was like, oh, I want to get into this, then, you know, you might consider it, but if you're just saying, yeah, just one, just one and done for me, I'd say that's a hard no But Scott Coker You know, he uh, he had other things to say So um, when asked, he said The answer is absolutely You know, I think this kid has shown athletic ability To go in there with Floyd But also we know he's a high school all-star wrestler from Ohio And I think they're just getting better and better at combat sports if he wanted to get into MMA, we would do it. Hmm. Yes. He also said, um, the thing with Floyd, come on, how many people could do that? Go eight rounds with Floyd. You can't tell me Floyd at some point in the fight wasn't trying to take it to him and he couldn't put him away. So to me that is a victory for Logan as far as I'm oh my gosh. As far as I'm concerned. As far as combat sports, I think Logan just upped his value. Was it a great fight? No. It was a lot of dirty boxing going on in that fight. But let's face it, Floyd usually goes and closes the gap and takes care of business and he didn't do it this time. I I mean, listen. I you know to be fair, I will say he he you know you can tell they train right they tr- and we've seen the footage they train they work out they're athletic yes 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 but wrestling is like any other skill if you don't use it 
all the time, you're not going to be as good as you once were. So to say someone was, oh, they were a great school wrestler, doesn't really mean anything. You know, doesn't mean a thing. Um, And, you know, that's the, it's just, I mean, it's all hyperbole. You understand, it's talking it up so when he does sign him, he doesn't look like an ass, right? But, I mean, the, the, the only thing you can do is put him against scrubs. You know, like they've done in the past with, like, that, Fall from Jersey Shore, not Jersey Shore. Um, fuck the 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 English one. They signed that uh, idiot and they 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 put him in some bullshit fights, and it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing, right? But that's yeah, that's what Bellator do at times, and I think it hurts them. It hurts them because on one hand. Right, you you've got Coca say, "Oh yeah, I'm not sure if I'm gonna sign um Yo Romero. Ah, oh, I don't want certain people and blah blah blah." But then he'll be like, "Oh no, I'm I I would definitely sign." Look, like he's very inconsistent. But he, I think, look, he 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 sees the value. He thinks, "Oh, if we sign him, you know, we'll get huge numbers. We'll get huge numbers." But yeah, the the numbers are only there because it was against Floyd, right? If you put Logan against, uh, you know, Craig Smitherson, no one will give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is. Uh, it's a, it's an odd one. It's an odd move that just kind of screams of for the money, right? I mean, if we're gonna be honest, it's just for the motherfucking money. So we've had more information in regards to uh, the Fabrizio Verdum pulling out of his, um, yeah, his his next PFL fight, right? And it all seems to be stemming. Back from the fight with uh, Renan Ferreira, so he went to his um, neurologist, and they found that he had swelling on the brain, which I mean, look, seems serious. Seems serious, you know. Um, it's it's supposedly at the front of the head. Right, so kind of impacting the temporal lobes, which are uh, dealing with processing um, memories, emotions, you know, your vision, stuff like that. Right, and for Doom himself said, I've hidden many injuries to be able to fight when I was in my 20s, but now I need to prioritize my health and listen to the doctor. I want to be able to enjoy my daughters and see them growing and that's the right thing to do at the moment. I'm fine and I'll be able to return to training soon. I don't even know, right? Because 
with the con, you know, the whole concussion situation, everything like that. And if they found this swelling, I, 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 I would say that that ain't gonna be a quick thing to come back, right? I'd have thought they'd want to do a lot of different tests and all of this, you know, because that is very, it's very concerning. You know, he's definitely not going to be returning for the rest of this year. You know? Um, yeah. So that's it for, uh, what, season four, I think? You know? But, um, you know, the PFL have already found a replacement for him, which is, uh, which is good, you know, because, yeah, it, it means the competition can move on, but for the doom, I, I it may be this is it, right? Because he's in his forties, so he, I wouldn't expect him to be fighting for a lot longer. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll have to see. But yeah, it worked out, you know, pretty well for Brandon Sales, who has stepped in for the doom. Um, and he'll be fighting on the 25th of June. We might have just had week four, but the PFL have announced the dates for the postseason playoffs. So, people, these will be taking place in August. So, mark on your calendar the 13th, the 19th. And the 27th. It's all going to be taking place at the Hard Rock Live at a Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. And uh, yeah, once the regular season ends uh, in June, right, then the fighters will proceed. But only four fighters. From each division So um, Yeah It is going to be getting Interesting real soon People But uh, yeah so as you can imagine Each date Is designated For um, you know certain weight classes So on the 13th It will be the lightweights and the featherweights On the 19th We've got the Light heavyweights and the welterweights, and then on the 27th, it will be the heavyweights, and the women's lightweights, so, uh, yeah, people, that's, uh, that's what it's gonna be, so, who do you think is gonna be there, that is the question, you know, I think things became a little bit clearer, maybe, you know what I mean, on Thursday, but, uh, Anything can change, right? Or anyone can get ill, as we have seen. But yeah, that's the playoffs of the PFL, people. Okay, people, so I think one of the big things happening this week was Clarissa Shields' debut in MMA. Right? She was headlining PFL's week for fight card. And it sounds like it was a pretty, a pretty big situation, right? She was fighting 
Um, oh gosh, what's the young lady's name? Brittany Elkin. She's fighting Brittany Elkin, and Elkin. It seems like she was winning the fight, right? She she was winning the fight up two rounds. I think I think Shields had a uh, you know a bit of a comeback at the very end of the second, landed some shots, but you know what I mean. Elkins was up the two, but um you know she took some big shots at the end of the second, and then in the third hit. Ate a big right She shoots Shields is able to Stop the shoot And then unloads With ground and pound Getting the win I mean that's pretty fucking big And I think That's what you'd want to see Right I, I, I think if Shields had Smoked Elkin you know, come out and, you know, landed one punch, knocked her out, right, I, I, I think that would have been, firstly, a bit disappointing, right, because it wouldn't have given any information on Shields, it wouldn't have let anyone know where she is, right, because of course, she's going to tell you the training's been going great, and everything's working out, and blah, 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 which I'm sure in the training room it is, but the training room is not the cage on a fight night. It's a completely different situation, right? So, um, yeah, having the fact that Shields struggled, right? You can now go, okay, she needs to work on these areas, right? We need to we need to brush up on that. But then having her come back in the third and get a stoppage. Right, that just shows she ain't fucking around. You know what I mean? She's not here for the paycheck. She's she's here to do her thing. And she had a never say die attitude. Right? Which is huge. It's a huge thing. And I think it's very beneficial for Shield with this transition. Now, she's not fighting in the uh in the brackets this year, so I think they're going to be able to pick opponents which can offer her the ability to grow. You know, because she hasn't had amateur fights. So it's not about putting her in there with someone with a huge record. Because, I mean, that'd be silly. You know, so I think, yeah, I, I, I think there is the possibility to build her up. So we'll see what happens. But, um, yes, there were other fights on the card. And fight within the bracket. So let's take a look. Right, so Clay Collard, he got a decision win over Joyton Lotabuch. Baba Jenkins um, got a decision win over a unanimous decision win over Bobby Moffat. Uh, Brendan Longhannon. He also got a decision win over Tyler Diamond. And Nathan Schultz, he got a decision, well, a split decision over Alex Martinez. You know, Oven St. Oven, Oliver Oven Mercier. Oh my gosh. You know, he um, got a decision win over Marcin Held. All right? But. 
Now, now we get into people that are getting some pointage, right? So, Loyek Radshabov, he's gonna be, you know, singing pretty because he was able to get a first round knockout of Ahmed Aliviv. And when I say first round, I mean quick 27 seconds into that first round. So, yeah, he gets points. Shaman Marais also has um, got himself a good number of points because he hit a Kimura on Jess Stiron um, in the second round, right? Which is definitely a good look. And Chris Wade got a TKO win also in the second round over Arman Ospinov. So, um, yes. Those points definitely helpful in this situation. So, um, yeah, that is week four of the PFL people. You know, definitely interested to uh, to see what happens next, right? To see where things go for Shield, but um, definitely a, a you know it's good. I think it's a good thing that she got the win. And that she had to work for it. So, um, yeah. Things are definitely interesting, people. People, I have to say, right? Over the weekend, I saw a video. I think it was on... Fuck, it might... It was Twitter or Instagram. One of the two. But it gave me chills. It gave me chills. Because, people, the video was Alistair... Overeem, his big new announcement, right, didn't know what the fuck it was, and but all you see is Alistair put down MMA gloves, and then pick up a pair of boxing gloves that have glory written on the bottom, that is correct people, the demolition man has re-signed with Glory Kickboxing, which is huge, it is huge, oh man, it was just such a great little promo video, oh boy, electrifying or what, so, you know, it, I think the, you know, there was a big question, right, where was Overing gonna go? Because, you know, he left the UFC in February after losing to Alexander Volkov, right? Because I think it was, um, you know, he, he'd lost a few fights in a in a row. You know, he'd been knocked out a few times in a row. So it was a bit like, yeah, it, it, it's time. It's time. So he, he, you know, he passed away. I think it was towards the end of his contract as well. Right, so it was, where would he go, you know, and we hadn't, you know, like with some people, you know, when Yo Romero left and a few other people have left, straight away there's kind of, you know, talk, straight away, it's like, oh, you know, the, I think the only person who came out was like, we'll say, was fucking, um, you know, Dave Feldman over at BKFC, which is like, no, no. Won't do that That's some crazy ass shit But you did wonder Right what was gonna happen And Yeah this ain't a bad deal right 
this ain't a bad deal if you think about it. You know, because he was kicking ass in the kickboxing ring, you know, way back. Right? Now it's been a moment. It's definitely been a moment since he last fought. I when I say a moment, I'm saying eleven years. Eleven years, people, because one of the last things he did was win the K1 Grand Prix. Just remember that was the whole thing. Because at the time he was the Strike Force champion, he was the K1 champion, and I think there was something else. He was a yeah. He he held belts, belts and belts and belts. So when he came over to the UFC, he was decorated. I mean, he was crazy decorated. Um, but yeah, in kickboxing, he's 10 and 4. Right? So, not a bad record. Not a bad record. And you think, going over the globe, there are, there are some good fights. Uh, two fights that I think definitely could be fun. Right? Firstly, Rico Verhoeven. He has just been walking through everyone. So, hey, what better thing than bring the old, the old king, the old ruler back and go at the, the, you know, I'd say the young buck, but I I don't know if you would say Verhoeven is a young buck anymore, but hey, he is the king, right? He used to be the prince of king, now he's the king and he's been ruling for a good few years. So um, that would be fun. You know, overing back and challenging Verhoeven. Or you could have him um, rematch with Badahara. Right? Again, Bada, he, he's he's looking for fights. You know, he's coming off a loss in the last one. But there is a history with those two. So I, I think those two fights would definitely, definitely have people interested, now, not to say there's not other ones, you know, Ben Sadiq, you could have him fight him, but, yeah, I, I kind of feel Badahari or Verhoeven would be pretty sweet, pretty sweet out the gate, man, coming with that, yo, I, I'd say I'd watch it, but fucking Glory is no longer on Fight Pass, so, you know, I don't know, I have to try and find it somewhere, right? Because, boy, I'm I'm interested to see. No announcement has been made on when Overing will make his, you know, debut. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd say it was probably going to be sooner, sooner rather than later. And I'm all about it, people. I'm all about it. In the lead up to UFC 263, current flyweight champion Davison Figueredo has revealed he wants to move up to the bantamweight division. You know, he, uh, he at the press conference, he uh, he said. I'm always looking for the big fights, and I want the boss to listen to this one. Because I want him to give me the chance to move up a weight class Because I want to get that belt Now, I think sometimes that's fine, you know But 
hasn't really cleaned out the division firstly Secondly, there is a logger jam A logger jam? A jam log? A jam... Hmm Let's say a roadblock A roadblock? Yeah, a roadblock is a... Yeah, roadblock Of course a roadblock is a thing But a jam I don't know, people You know what I mean? But, yeah you know, there's a queue. Yes, yeah, a queue. That works. It's already a queue at Bantamweight, right? Because, you know, Aljo had to have surgery. So, you know, his fight with, his rematch with Pira Yan isn't going to take place quite yet. Then, the the winner of that fight will be fighting... The winner of the Sanhagen Dillashaw. Right? So I think mean, that fight is already there. And you know, you look at it, there's already other people that you're thinking, oh, they could challenge for a belt. You know what I mean? They well, they've done well. They they could be up for so I think there's too many contenders at Bantamweight to then go, you know what, we're gonna bring Davidson Figueredo up. You know? I don't think that, um, yeah, I don't think that's the smart move, you know, I, I think we've we've seen a boom, a boom in the talent at Flyweight, and also with the crazy thing at Flyweight right now is, we have few people that can knock motherfuckers out, you know, so, yeah, I, I think there's still a lot to do at Flyweight, you know, and also, the division's only kind of just been saved, so you, you don't want the champion moving up or anything like that quite yet, the Sahudo thing was a, a different thing, because it was at the point when the division might go, so Sahudo going up, you know, that was a big kind of like, Thing to show, look, these flyweights, they're pretty fucking tough, you know what I mean, I, so yeah, I, I, I just think, nah, you, you don't want to do that, it'd be crazy, it'd be a crazy thing to do, and uh, yeah, I just don't think um, Dana will sanction that, and also I don't think, um, you know, Figueredo's behaviour at the weigh-ins, or was it the face-offs? One of the two. I, I think it was the face-offs, right? I don't think that helped. I don't think that helped the matter. So, um, yes, I think Figueredo or Moreno, whoever it will be after Saturday night, people. You know what I mean? Because it is not a foregone conclusion. But, yeah, I, I think that champion will be in the flyweight defending that belt for a good time yet. Okay, people, so the weigh-ins are done. UFC 263 is set, people. And um, there was a, a couple of little things. But for the most part, all was gravy, right? So I think the first person to weigh in was Leon Edwards. Right? He came in and boom. Hit that scale, 170 and a half pounds, which is, uh, yeah, he is on, right? So, um, next, we had Brendan Moreno, you know, who came in 
at £125. On the mark. Perfect. Um, Nate Diaz, you know, he came in. £170. He was all good. Right? Um, now, Davison Figueredo. I, I, I kind of feel that possibly him, him talking about wanting to fight at bantamweight is more because of the struggles he's having with those scales. Uh, he has missed weight before, right? Remember the first fight against uh, Joseph Benavides? Um, and today, he was the last person to hit those scales. Nothing wrong with that. He did leave it literally seconds left in the time slot, right? Because there is a, a I think it's a two-hour window that all these fighters have to weigh in. And yeah, Figueredo left it, left it very late. Uh, he had to use the towel thing, you know what I mean? The concealing booth. But uh, yeah, he, he came in 125, right? Which... You know, definitely a good look, right? Because you can't, you definitely can't lose, miss weight as a champion. I believe you lose your belt if you miss weight as a champion. But, um, dangerous, man. You know what I mean? Because leaving it that late, right? Because if, if he had come in slightly over, there'd be no time to go and make an adjustment, Right to go sweat off half a pound or whatever it may have been. So um, it was risky, but hey, it paid off. So well done for that. Now one fighter did miss weight. Did miss weight. That fighter is um Stephen Pedersen. You know who's fighting Chase Hooper, uh, on the prelims, and um. Yeah, Pedersen, he came in at 148 and a half pounds. So two and a half pounds over the limit. You know, at featherweight, you know, it's 145 pounds. So you get that one pound allocation. And yeah, Pedersen, two and a half over, you know. So he's going to have to forfeit 20% of his purse. So um, Hooper will be able to buy himself some more Skittles with that extra money. Now, Hooper, he weighed at 145 and a half pounds. So there's a three pound different. And um, this will now be a catch weight fight. All right. It's definitely a shame. You know, you don't want to see fighters miss weight. All right. But, um, you know, at least we didn't lose a fight. I'm, I'm just happy at that. Now remember Terence McKinney, he's he he took his fight on what two days notice. He's um he's all good. He came in at 155 and a half pounds, which I'm not too surprised because he 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 only just fought last Friday. So you know he, he's yeah he's still on it right. Um Matt Frivola, he came in and dead on 155. Right, so there is that. Now we've got some heavyweights on the card. Carlos Felipe, he hit the scale at two hundred and sixty-two and a half pounds. His opponent, Jake Collier, he's two hundred and sixty-four and a half. So um, yeah, heavyweights 
you know, they're all on point. Um, Damian Meyer is fighting Balal Muhammad. They both weighed 170 and a half. Now, there is two light heavyweight fights on the cards, right? Well, our two actual light heavyweights, you know what I mean? Paul Craig, he came in at 204.5, you know? Jamal Hill, 205.5. So, that is a go. And the other, other, our middleweights who, for some reason, are fighting at light heavy... So, Eric Anders, he came in at 205, and Darren Stewart, 204.5. So, yep, that's all good. Now, Israel Adesanya, he's teammate, Brad Riddell, he's, um, he's 155. Drew Dober, he's 155, 154 even, right? So, um, we then also have Lauren Murphy, she's 125 and a half, Sean Calderwood, 125, both Mubzar Ivalov and Hakeem Dawadu are 145 and a half, right, Alexi Davis comes in 134 and a half, while Pani Kizad, 135 and a half. So, yeah, all there, all there. Um, now, Fariz Zayam, 156.5, while Luigi Vendramini, 155.5. And, and our main event, Israel Adesanya, the Marvin Vittori. So, Vittori, 184.5 pounds, while Adesanya, 183 and a half, so both under the 185, you know, but um, Israel, he's always been light, right, else with the movement, so we'll see what happens, people, but it's a go, everything is a go, I'm, I'm hoping that Davison's weight cut won't affect him overnight, right, so keep your fingers crossed, people, that we don't lose anything Come tomorrow, you know what I mean? Keep your fingers crossed, alright? So, um, yeah, roll on Saturday, baby. Okay, people, so we have reached that time again. Let's take a look and see what is happening in the news when it comes to MMA. Well, <laughs> we we have a few little bits and bobs, right? Um, and we start with um, Ronnie Marks will be fighting Syed Swalma at Bellator 262 on the 16th of July. Now, we know tonight is the first revamped Phoenix tournament. And the brackets have been made. Jessica Delboni will be fighting Tabitha Watkins. Lindsay Van Sant will be fighting Katie Perez. Julianne DeCozy is fighting Linda Malek. And Paulina Grandos will be fighting Marissa 
Mirza Balanchia. Now, there's a reserve fight, you know what I mean, to cover injuries and the whatnot. And that is going to be Kara Vilosky against Samantha Seth. Alright, looking forward to this, people. Um, also, it would seem that David F- Davidson Figueredo's crazy reaction at the face-off where he just shoved um, Brandon Moreno for no reason it has seen consequences because Lauren Murphy just quoted on Twitter they just told us at weigh-ins that if we touch our opponent at ceremonial weigh-ins for anything other than a fist bump or a handshake or a high five we will be pulled from the card suspended and fined which you know what i mean hey that that's warning enough right you know what i mean i i think mean, that's definitely the thing man so um you know what i mean look a little tension is always it's fun but we don't want injuries like we had um, a few weeks back, you know what I mean? So, uh, now, other fights. So, Julia Avila will be fighting uh, Julia Stolarenko on uh, the 26th of June. Also on that card, Andre Fille, who I feel we haven't seen for a while, man, is going to be fighting Daniel Pineda. So I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, now, you might have seen the news. Herbert Burns has torn his ACL. So he's out of his fight with Billy Quantantello. But Gabriel Benitez has stepped in to save the day. And the fight will still take place on the 17th of July. Right? So um, then we jump to August. And um, Tracy Cortez is fighting JJ Aldridge. I like that fight. That's a good fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely a good fight, people. We then go to the 18th of September, where Tafon Nawawi will be fighting Mike Rodriguez. That's an interesting one. Both big motherfuckers going at it. Now, on the 25th of September, UFC 266, Jessica Andrade will be fighting Cynthia Calvillo. Man, I've missed seeing Calvillo in there, so looking forward to that one. And um, also on that card, people, we are seeing a Marin Manon Finol. She's um, got another fight booked already. She will be fighting Myra Bonera Silva. And I think that's going to be a good test because Silva, really good jiu-jitsu. So, you know what I mean? I think if um, Ferran gets past this one, whoo, we might be off to the races, people. So, let's end with this. Joe Selecki will be fighting Jared Gordon on the 2nd of October. Yeah. People, that is it. We are done. Um, enjoy the fights this weekend. We will see you on Monday to break it all down. Peace. Just leave-
China.